And now, a Blaze Media Podcast. Hello and welcome to Chewing the Fat. Nice to have you along for the ride today. I was going to send you an email, but uh, Gmail's down. Well, I'm working fine now. But if you were having problems earlier in the day, uh, it might happen again. Uh, Google, Gmail, Google Drive, YouTube, all affected. Company was uh, having slowdowns. They weren't being being able to attach files. So if you are having problems, take a breath and just know you weren't alone. Feel better? I knew you would. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. <laughs> So as I'm scrolling through the stories, you know, to try to find some entertaining things for you, you know, we can, we'll get into things that are agonizing as the show progresses. But I wanted to, you know, I'm looking at headlines and I see a headline that says Thundercats Ho. And I thought, wait, are they changing the show Thundercats with, a, you know, adding a, adding a ho? And I think, oh no, no, not Thundercats too. But really, Thundercats is just coming to Hulu. And uh, the writer of the story was saying that they were on a major nostalgia trip. And so the writer was happy saying, Thundercats, ho! But I was looking at it as Thundercats, ho! I know, I know, I know, I know. It's just me. I got it. Hey, good news. Uh, there's only bird, some more bird flu news. Uh, H, this one, the highly pathogenic H7N7 avian flu virus. Uh, it was only detected at an egg farm in Australia. Stop worrying about it, okay? I mean, the Philippines are a little upset. They've temporarily banned domestic and wild birds and products from Australia after the presence of the H7N7, but they should be fine. And and maybe we still are taking them here in the U.S. We can only hope. <laughs> right? Now, Australia only accounts for 1% of the Philippines' poultry imports. I mean, that's... That doesn't sound like very much, but... There was a confirmed outbreak at the egg farm in Victoria, in Australia. So, poultry meat, day-old chicks, eggs, and semen have uh, have been banned. Okay, all right. I mean, the only look, we've got COVID, so sure you have to worry a little bit about uh, bird flu. It infects humans. I mean, I, I love the. There's limited evidence of human-to-human transmission. Oh, okay, well, that that's good then. No problem. We, we got you, right? Now, the Philippines has its own outbreaks of avian flu to worry about, but it's not the H7N7. It's the H5N6 of the virus. So... So, no problem, right? 
<laughs> I, I can't. I can't anymore. I'm really, I'm really, really, I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. I'm living the, I can't. I just can't anymore. I'm really close. You know what? I'm not close. I'm there. I am there. I can't. I can't. How you doing? I can't. Now we have, oh, I better apologize. I was going to do the story about speaking of chicks and not those kind of chicks, but actual chickens, chicks. I have to apologize to Justin, who was busy on Twitter asking uh, for a friend. Uh, Justin, I want you to be able to tell your friend the answer today is, well, of course. Uh, he was asking if I could do a single podcast without being a USPS apologist. Sure. Uh, I'm going to do a story now about the USPS and I'm not going to apologize for them. Okay. I'm just going to tell you the story that thousands of chicks, at least 4,800 chicks shipped to a main, to Maine farmers, M-A-I-N-E, the state farmers through the U S postal service have arrived dead. I know. I know. And uh, people are like, uh, well, what's the deal? Why is this happening? So apparently the U S postal service is the only entity that ships live chicks and other small animals and has done so since 1918. So it's a reliable service. They've been, it's been a reliable service. Now they're obviously blaming it on DeJoy, the uh, postmaster general, of course. He's the postmaster general. He's there to take the heat. If there's a problem, he should take the heat. There, see, I didn't apologize or anything. I will say that I have offered for years, as I replied to the uh, tweet from Justin asking for his friend. Uh, I have said for years that I'm your man. I'll turn that behemoth around. And yet I've gotten, I would like to say little or no response, but <laughs> I've gotten no response. Okay. So maybe you need to call me and we'll turn this thing around for you. Okay. Chicks lives matter. It's a fact. You can quote me on that. I'm holding up a sign now. Chicks lives matter. And I hope that DeJoy goes before Congress next week and has to answer for chicks lives. So I see a story about a Harlem Globetrotters player, Maxwell Pierce, a.k.a. Hops for the Harlem Globetrotters. And he says that he was doing an interview with Fox 6 in Birmingham to promote an event when suddenly people on set threw tangerines his way. And then all of a sudden, he says one of the anchors took it a step further and hurled a banana on at him. And he's been silenced now since January. But 
he's come going public now uh, because it's a matter to raise awareness of just how unacceptable the acts were. Throwing fruit at me diminishes diminishes the Harlem Globetrotters to that of a circus. Throwing a banana at a black man and passing it off as entertainment displays an unacceptable lack of awareness. And he claims that he was having a difficult time understanding how someone could work in the media field and not know that this is offensive. And I, I got to thinking that, wait, why, why would, I mean, why, why are they even, why are they even throwing fruit? I mean, what's, what's going on? Were they talking about juggling? Were they talking, I mean, it's the Harlem Globetrotters. Those guys are amazing. If you've I've never seen them perform, you you should. They're, they're, they're awesome. Uh, I've seen them multiple times and it's a great show and they're awesome. But, I mean, they can do anything with the basketball, which leads you to think, well, maybe they were talking about juggling. They were talking about anything to do with any kind of, any kind of, uh, any kind of item. Well, in his video that he posted, he, there's a clip of the morning show, which looks like a wonderful show. And it's just a stupid morning show. I mean, they make a, it's a, it's a Fox affiliate, but it's just a stupid morning show and you know, it's for the locals, the Fox six at Birmingham and, uh, they were tossing the basketball back and forth on set for, you know, he's a globetrotter. And then for some reason, someone throws a, a, a piece of fruit, a tangerine, they claim it was, you know, uh, his way instead of a basketball. They were throwing the basketball back and forth. And so the guy turns around and he's kind of dancing or stepping or whatever the heck he's doing. And he turns back around. Instead of throwing the basketball, he throws, uh, you know, a tangerine. And, you know, my man catches it. And then, you know, I, I can't remember. I think he throws it back and then they throw something else. And then the other guy turns around and throws the banana at him. So... It obviously, I I believe, was not like, hey, there's a black guy. I'm going to throw a banana at him. And that's what he wants you to believe, that it was that, that it was that bad. And he said, throwing a banana at a black man and passing it off as entertainment di- dis- displays an unacceptable lack of awareness. It does... <sighs> But that's not what it was about. It wasn't about, hey, there's a black guy, catch a banana. It was in the heat of uh, of a, what you know was supposed to be an entertaining little funny bit for the morning show. And I mean, he goes off on, uh, you know, carries deep racial undertones that date back to the early 1900s when black people were held on display in human zoos. Well, that human zoo thing, uh, you know, they, we did that. And I say we, we as white people, the zoo people uh, in New York did that to one guy. And he was in there for a few days. I don't really remember how long he was in there, but I mean, the people even then were outraged and got him out of there. Uh, he claims in the video that hundreds of thousands of people 
lined up to see him in the, I think it was the orangutan cage, but the monkey cages. Okay, I'll take you at your word that that's how many people showed up. I I can't, I don't, I, I, I didn't go back and read the story. I should have. They apologized for it again. They apologized for at the time and they apologized for it uh again today not long ago so i mean it was a horrific thing but it took him all this time to complain and then he said that uh the television station had apologized he claims in the video that they wanted him to call and uh, you know, get an apology or whatever. I'm not sure if that's actually the case, but that's what he said. And so he didn't do it, and he kept quiet because he didn't want to. He was concerned about his job. Okay, I'm not sure why that would affect his job as a, you know, as a Harlem Globetrotter. But all right. And so now, after you know, I guess the lockdown, and he hasn't been working, and he's had stewing about this he wants to you know make it make people aware of the the deal now he did say that he received an apology from the news station over the fruit throwing but he says that claims the anchors have not reached out to him and if they were to reach out to him it wouldn't be sincere so he wouldn't believe it anyway well wait that's i mean it's never enough I mean, they did apologize. And I don't know why. I mean, obviously, I do know why they why they apologized. But the station spokesperson released a statement and said, uh, with another you know, public apology, saying that WBRC, Fox 6, would like to take this opportunity to again extend a heartfelt and sincere apology to Globetrotter Max Pierce. The on-air segment promoting a Globetrotters event with Mr. Pierce months ago was intended to be light-hearted. I get, and that's what I, and that's what it comes off as. How, stupidly, morning show lightheartedness. However, it became something deeply, deeply hurtful to our guest as the result of our lack of understanding. Ah, uh, okay. You know, I mean, that's the apology. And still, that isn't good enough. Of course not. It's not good enough. I mean, or at least the apologies from the from the host wouldn't be good enough. Well, I really, watching the bit, I really don't think it was any malice involved. I think they were just trying to have some stupid fun. And they didn't have any juggling balls or anything else other than the basketball and so they thought they'd start throwing some fruit around and one of the pieces of fruit was a banana i I honestly i I don't get that now and it says in the story one of the reporter or the headline that i saw you can where it talks about you can see in the video how uh he was uh how he was uh not happy about the event when it happened i didn't see that at all uh, I didn't see that at all. I saw him uh, being a part of the television bit, still smiling, laughing, you know, grabbing the fruit, looking at it, tossing it back. I, I mean, <sighs> but this is where we're at. This is where we're at in America. And it's a, uh, you know, he claims that after the tragic deaths of Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor and George Floyd, he felt it was necessary to shine a 
public light on what he went through. Well, thank you. Thank you for shining that public light. We appreciate it. I have more questions, but I don't think I'll ask them. I'll just say thank you for bringing it to light. I will say, though, I'm reminded of uh, so many things. This brings uh, to mind the Goodyear story. Because our president wants to boycott them now because of their racial sensitivity training or unsensitivity training or insensitivity training or, you know, every company, almost every company, many companies around America are having this training and talking about what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. And of course, Goodyear, you know, had their, had their meeting and said, uh, that, uh, you know, hey, that was just part of the training, and they tried to deny it. Ah, ah, ah. Look, just own up to it. You're going to end up, that's part of the deal now anyway. And that's, you know, it's part of the deal. And then, of course, we get leaked audio. Somebody recorded it, where they talk about, you know, some people may wish to express their views on social justice or, in, or inequality or equity issues, such as Black Lives Matter or LGBTQ pride on their face coverings, shirts, or wristbands. That will be deemed approved because it applies with a zero tolerance stance. But if the associate wears all blue white lives matter shirts or face coverings, that will not be appropriate. Huh? Huh? I mean, this, and again, this is where we're at. I can't. Just, I can't, I can't. And I will say it's a frightening time as well because we're driving people into the closet and, and we're driving people because if you say anything, you get shot down, right? I can't go into work and they're making tires at Goodyear. Put your hat on. Here's a Goodyear hat. Go in and make tires. Do what you do best. Make tires. You don't need to have uh a white lives matter shirt. You don't need to have a black lives matter shirt. <gasps> no, that's right. I said it. You don't need to have the black lives matter shirt on either. Just go in and make tires. You want to walk outside of the building, get in your car and throw on your black lives matter shirt. Go right ahead. You want to hop in your car and say blue lives matter. We love every police officer in the world. Go ahead. But maybe Goodyear would just say, you know what? Let's not wear any of it and make tires. <laughs> oh, there's a thought. <laughs> oh, that's just silly. Silly to think that. And I got it. I got it. For years, we heard from the Dietrich Bonhoeffers, not to speak is to speak. Not to act is to act. Silence in the face of evil is itself evil. God will not hold us guiltless. I know, Dietrich. I know. But you can quote me on this. Silence about something isn't belief in that something. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, one thing 
to this could be a warning really i probably should have started the show with this because uh you need to be careful uh stacy dash is uh looking to part with her now husband they're either you know going to get a divorce or he wants to get an annulment and he wants to get an annulment now this jeffrey marty uh in his new court documents because uh stacy used her pastor before they got married and according to the court documents the pastor used hypnotic prayer techniques to get him to consent to their union <laughs> okay uh he claims her pastor unexpectedly and suddenly proclaimed that it was God's will they wed. And, uh, I, you know, since it was a hypnotic prayer technique, he couldn't say no. Um, I know what type of hypnotic techniques my, my wives have used, my wives have used uh, throughout my life. I guess if you want to call it a hypnotic prayer technique, sure. Go ahead. You could call it that. <laughs> well, there are plenty of females, and I'm guessing Stacy is one of them. Uh, she is Stacy Dash, after all. Uh, she knows how to use her hypnotic technique, but it wasn't her. Right, he's saying that it was the pastor who used his hypnotic prayer techniques to get him to consent to their union. So be careful, not only of Stacy, but of her pastor, because you don't want to get locked in. You do not want to get locked into the hypnotic prayer techniques of her pastor. If you if that happens, I mean you're just getting married to whoever whoever the pastor says you're going to get married to because you can't help it. You're under the power of the hypnotic prayer technique. Personally, I'd like to know that hypnotic prayer technique, but that's just me. All right, let's go to the break room. I need a drink of ice cold beverage as it is. <laughs> Oh my gosh. You know, I don't know if I've, I don't know if I've said it before, but that is good. That is good. You know, I've been laughing for the last couple of days. <laughs> We're in the break room, right? So I've been laughing the last couple of days on a meme that I saw and and you know, people were it's not really true. It's not what the, I but it's funny. So it has a picture of Taylor Swift and uh, and the top two-part meme. Uh, the top is Taylor Swift. And it says, Taylor Swift writes whiny songs about all her exes. And the bottom half of the meme has a picture of Stevie Nicks. And it says, Stevie Nicks made her ex play guitar while she sung songs about what an asshole he was. And then there's a caption underneath that says, and there you have it. The defining difference between boomers and millennials. And it's just funny. It's been <laughs> it just makes me laugh is all. Just makes me laugh. Hey, what are you doing right now? 
No, I you know, I know if you're, some of you are driving, I got it. Okay, you know, I'll give you a break. If you're not driving, subscribe to this podcast. If you're listening to this show right now and you're not a subscriber to Chewing the Fat, please become a subscriber to Chewing the Fat. I'm not going to call you a bad person. I'm not going to say what kind of a loser you probably are or think you are. Don't do that to yourself. Just subscribe to Chewing the Fat. Wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you say to yourself, well, I really don't, I really don't listen to podcasts. Uh, so, well, then let me help you out. Uh, you could go to Spotify and subscribe to Chewing the Fat. You could go to iTunes if you have an Apple phone and subscribe to Chewing the Fat. Real simple. There you go. I chose two for you. You could go to iHeartRadio, of course, and Stitcher, of course. But, you know, I just made it easy for you if you're not a subscriber and you you think, oh, I don't know what you're talking about when you say platforms. What is that? Well, those are sites that you can download their app and listen to podcasts and or music and or watch videos. So, and you could do that for free with this podcast. I know. I know. So you're welcome is all I'm saying. You're welcome. All right. I know we haven't talked about the convention yet, and you're thinking, thank God. And I'm not going to, really. I just, I can't. I, I just, I just, I can't. I watched it all. I did. I watched it all. And last night was really, really hard to get through. Really hard to get through. Well, Jeff, then why are you watching it? I just feel like I have to. I feel like I have to. I know. I, I You know, don't look at me like that. I know that. But it's just, I feel like I have to. So, I have. But I just, <laughs> I say I can't. I just can't. But then, but then I do. Now, according to this, viewership is down, right? According to night two, last night was night three. So, you know, two days ago, The today is the, if you're listening live, the 20th. October, August, is it October? No, it's August. <laughs> well, it's, don't get us that far ahead, Jeff. It's August uh, 20th, 2020, for those of you listening live. So, uh, night two, which would have been the 18th. Uh, 18 uh, preliminary numbers across the broadcast networks, right? Okay, so MSNBC, CBS, NBC, ABC, Fox, CNN. According to this, they received 6.13 million viewers combined during the on-air time of convention. That is not good. That is not good at all. However, as I said on another program on this network, I may have even said it on this show, but I'll say, you know, you can catch me on Pat Unleashed uh, Wednesdays and Fridays. And as I said on Pat's show, is that that doesn't, take into effect, you know, while it looks like the numbers are down on the networks, that doesn't take effect. Uh, it doesn't, uh, you know, take into account all the streaming services that are putting it in our face. You can't, and, and I, in fact, watched it through a, a streaming service. So, uh, according to this, 28.9 million Americans tuned into the convention across TV and digital platforms, that is up, shattering all kinds of digital stream records. Well, of course. Um, so, if six 
were on the TV. I mean, I get twenty-two million on the streamings. It's pretty good. Ah, it's not a bad. Uh, it's not a bad showing. So we'll see what the numbers actually were. If we ever really do find out, we'll see. I mean, uh, yeah. Does it matter? Because <laughs> I just, I just can't. I can't. I know. But you still are, idiot. I know. I know, I know, I know. Hey, Facebook uh, is deciding what uh, what you shouldn't see. <laughs> I mean, you should thank them. You should thank them. They have booted 1,950 groups, 440 pages, and over 10,000 Instagram accounts. Have a nice day. Get out of here. Now, it's the QAnon accounts tied to QAnon. So, Facebook has also said that it was going to remove 980 other groups related to violent militias, protest movements, including Antifa. We'll see if that holds up. We'll see. But they are deciding what you need to see. And I, I think you should thank him. I think you should write him a letter and say, thank you for deciding what we should see. We really appreciate it. Could you guys do that more? Because I don't want to think for myself. I want you to think for me. Thank you. And they'll, they're doing it for you. Don't worry about it. They're taking care of it for you. And it's nice of them because Instagram, is it that? Facebook too. Oh yeah, that's right. It is. And oh, that's right. That was in the story too. <laughs> yeah. Anybody tied, they're deciding on Facebook and Instagram, you know, all their, whatever companies they own, <laughs> they're happy to decide, <laughs> you know, being a private company at all, <laughs> they're happy to decide what you should see and what you shouldn't. So Instagram apparently rolled out a new, I got to see, it was, it's on my Instagram account. They rolled out a, a new thing called uh, Suggested Posts. Now you can search on Instagram. If I hit the search button, I can go and it hits up all these posts that I want. I can see my likes. I can hit, I can go to the home page. And then if I go to the home page and scroll down, so... When I get to the end, I guess I have to wait till I get to the, you're all caught up and then it gives you a suggested posts. Oh, that's nice of them. And so see, they're being so darn nice. They're deciding what we should see and what we shouldn't. And then they're offering suggestions on more stuff. We should see that they've decided we should see. That's nice. That's nice of them. I, you know, that I think we should all write a, write a letter and put it, since we all love the post office, we write a letter and we mail it to Facebook and thank them, thank them for deciding what we should see for us. Go ahead, get, get to it. Get your, get your, get your stamps and get your envelope and we'll, you know, put it in the mail because everybody loves the post office now, right? Right. <laughs> So we got a couple of NASA stories that are uh, interesting, interesting. 
So we know that NASA didn't see the asteroid flying uh, past Earth. I mean, the asteroid was close. 1,830 miles, under 2,000 miles away from the Earth. I mean, that is close that we didn't see it coming. Now, would it have made it through the atmosphere? Probably not. It was, you know, about the size of a car. And those normally don't make it through the atmosphere. They burn up. But we didn't even see it coming, right? We didn't even see it coming. And now we're saying that they are tracking a growing anomaly in the Earth's magnetic field. So, you know, whenever I hear asteroid and then I hear anomaly in the same thing, I'm reminded of the, the documentary um, Armageddon where <laughs> they're showing the president the uh, asteroid that's coming. And he's saying, this is the anomaly at Ozone This is the anomaly at this time. This is the anomaly at that time. And the president is like, enough with this anomaly horse shit. He says, horse or bull? Yeah. To go back and watch the documentary. But that's when he asked Dan, we didn't see this thing coming. And he says, uh, we have a budget of so much and begging your pardon, sir, but it's a big ass guy. And now I'm mad at myself for not remembering every word in that scene. I've got to go back and watch that documentary again. Wow. But apparently, uh, we're finding out now that NASA in uh, years past have given spiders LSD, weed, caffeine, and then they, you know, took pictures and filmed these stoned spiders making their webs. So it was back in the mid-90s, and apparently when you give spiders drugs, and this may come as a surprise to you, okay, but... I'm just going to let, let, let you let you in on a little secret. When you give things drugs, what they normally do changes. <laughs> I know. I know. Don't. <laughs> You're saying to yourself, really? Yeah, that's right. And also the more toxic the chemical, the more deformed the webs looked like. Again, you say, really? Yeah. Yeah. So when you give drugs to a thing and then want that thing to do what it normally does, it changes. Really weird. Really, really weird. Said the spiders who sampled the drug, uh, they were who sampled the LSD and uh, the marijuana, were easily sidetracked while building and left their webs unfinished. And they got high. They started building their web. And like, I can't. Even the spiders are like, I can't. Just let me smoke some more pot. Or give me another, you know, let me drop another hit of acid. Am I doing the Mickey Mouse hit? Yeah, let me just do that. And, uh, you know, I know I got to build the web because I've got all my, I've got all my web stuff building up in the back of me. So I got to shoot some out. But I can't. I just, I just can't. And to be clear, I mean, NASA's busy today building their new spacecraft called 
psych, they want to use 16 psych to go to the asteroid that is supposed to be worth 10,000 quadrillion dollars, uh, more more than our entire global economy. Apparently this asteroid has a gold and other precious metals on it worth, yeah, worth the 10,000 quadrillion dollars. Enough money to make every single person alive on earth right now a billionaire. Let's get that thing going. What the heck are we doing? The NASA psych mission, I'm all behind this. Never mind those little car-sized asteroids whizzing by your head. Let's get to this let's get to this asteroid and get it back here. I mean if if you remember uh the documentary Avatar, perhaps there's also some unobtainium on this asteroid. So we got that to look forward to. Let's go. Let's get on it. Wow. And uh, this is just a start. You will soon be seeing uh, everyone. You know, for, we're going to start with the children because we love the children. Required to get a uh, COVID vaccine. That requirement is coming. It may be coming for everyone, but it, it'll be coming for kids first. I mean, they're already, right? We have vaccines, and I, I could go down the list and go down the list of the vaccines that are mandatory, right? Unless you have a uh, medical or religious exemption. But there's Massachusetts is already staying. Uh, students of all ages are now going to require, be required to have a flu vaccine before the end of the year. Or you won't be able to attend classes. And that's what's going to happen with the COVID vaccine, right? They're going to let you be medically and religiously exempt for now. And they'll say, well, sure, you didn't get the vaccine and that's okay. But, you know, you can't shop here unless you got the vaccine. You can't work here unless you have the vaccine but it's totally totally your choice you you make the decision we're not making it mandatory not us we're not making it mandatory sound familiar like uh i don't know something to do with just a mask it's just a mask it's just a mask i've got a list that was sent to me over uh everything that's happened since the lockdown. And it is incredible when you see it written down. We talk about it every day and you, it's in our faces. And yet when you see it in your face, it's incredible. Just remember, it's just a mask. It's just a vaccine. It's for the children's safety. It's for everyone's safety. Why do you hate people? Why do you want people to die? Well, I, I don't. I just, I don't trust your vaccine. Okay, no problem. Thank you, sir. Thank you, ma'am. 
Have a good day. Hey, can I come in and buy some of your products? Oh, no. Do you have uh, documentation that you took the uh, vaccine? Well, no, I I opted out because I, it goes against what I believe. Oh, good for you. Good for you. But you can't. You can't come in here. <laughs> no. Download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. Day 158 of the 15 days to slow the spread. Just an FYI. You know, it's just a mask, right? Just a mask. It's just a mask. I can't. I, I can't. It drives me insane. So I'm reading a story about a Missouri town who are now, they are upset with the health officials because the health officials uh, made it mandatory to wear a mask. And the health officials are now feeling that they're under attack. And we're just, we're just, we want people to be safe. Why aren't people, you know, and people are attacking them saying, you've overreached your authority. Um, we're trying very hard to focus on what our mission is. I commend my staff that get up in the morning and come to work, try very hard, try to be patient. There are people who would throw their hands up and say, I quit. I can't do this anymore. Over, it's just a mask. Wear a mask. People are pissed that you are now making the mask mandatory in your area, the Pettis County Health Center. Uh, We're just trying to keep residents safe during this global pandemic. And so we want the, we want, you know, mandatory masks. Okay, well, this is the problem. Okay, it's just a mask. Well, I mean, people have filed a lawsuit against the health center the pub, for the public health emergency rule. Look, it's not about that. <sighs> I mean, it is now, obviously, but it's not really how it started. What started is, is that you're telling us that we have to do it. What? It's just a mask. Okay, well, if you believe that it's just a mask, then tell us, hey, it's just a mask. You should wear it. It's important. We believe that it's important that you wear this mask for your safety and for others. But we certainly believe it, that it that it's the case. But it should be our choice. That's the fight, right? That's the American fight. It's our choice. We're... We got it. We got it. Well, I mean, it's just a mask, right? It's just a mask. Oh, okay. Well, now we have officials that want to make monthly well-being inspections of every child. Uh, no thanks. No thanks. Good luck. No. That's not America. We're not doing it. Uh, you could do that with your foster children and, and you could do that with, uh, children whose parents have gone to jail, which, you know, they'll just put everybody in jail and then, oh, you're a parent that's gone to jail. Oh, you've got a, we filed a, a citation against you back in 1980. We can check on anything we want to. Okay. All right. I mean, it's going to be years, according to scientists that until students return to school without masks and social distancing. Well, okay. It's just a mask. I can't. I can't. 
<laughs> I just, I can't anymore. I, I got it. It's just a mask. Just don't force me. If I want to, if I decide that I'm going to go into a shop and I don't have a mask on, I shouldn't have to worry about, or the sign, you can't come in here without a mask. You know, you don't want my money? No, it's mandatory. You have to wear a mask. Oh, okay. So I see this post on Facebook. I'm surprised it wasn't removed. Okay. Uh, But it's at this long list of some things that have happened in the last few months. And I'll just read you the, the list and we'll see if it's actually true or false. I'm surprised that it's still on Facebook. This is the post. The cat is out of the bag. The CDC, the WHO, and all the so-called experts lied to you. Here's the list. Everyone in the entire country needs to read this and absorb it. Yeah, yeah, those still asleep. You better wake up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Certainly. Okay, let's go to the list. CDC admitted they screwed up COVID-19 infection counts and intentionally misled the public and have apologized Clarifying that the amount of people truly infected is much lower than what was originally reported. <sighs> Sorry. It was just a mistake. <laughs> you know, it's just a mistake. We're sorry. The American Coronavirus Task Force admitted to fudging the national COVID-19 death count when Dr. Burke said the deaths are people who died with COVID-19, not from COVID-19. Well, wait. So that deaths are people who died with COVID-19, not from COVID-19, thus making the real death much lower. Huh. That happened all over America, man. Wow. Dr. Fauci admitted masks won't help against the virus, and mask manufacturers are now including warnings that their products do not detour COVID. Well, they have to do that. I mean, if I'm a mask company, I'm putting that bad boy on there too. Right? Because we know that it's possible that the mask may not stop COVID-19. It's also possible that you chose to go into a place without a mask and you're going to blame it on the mask company if you contract COVID-19. I mean, I would put that on there too. I don't know that it'll help them, but I'd put it on there anyway. Uh, Fauci also said that continuing to close the country could cause irreparable damage. And he probably, and he said the opposite too. I mean, the guy has said both. He's tried to, you know, He's talking out of, I believe the statement is talking out of both sides of your ass. And he's absolutely done that. Uh, CDC backtracked their initial claim that led governors to shut down their states and clarified that COVID-19 does not spread easily on surfaces. And then we've been told that it does transfer on surfaces. And then we've been told that it doesn't transfer on food. And then we've been told that it does transfer on food. We've also been told that animals can't give it to humans, but we've also been told that humans could give it to animals. We've also been told that uh, you should be fine. We've been told that mosquitoes can't transfer COVID-19. But we don't know that because, I mean, they do suck blood out of you and then transmit it. Other things are done from the mosquitoes. I mean, they just don't know. We also know that countries are saying, no, don't send me your food here anymore because we found COVID-19, the coronavirus, on the food. Okay. So, what is the deal? Uh, The curve is flattened. The CDC, who, Dr. Fauci, our governors, many more, were completely wrong about the potential threat of this virus. Well, for right now, I mean, the virus is bad, right? It's out there. We know that. We know that. It's just a mask. 
People called those of us who knew this all along conspiracy theorists, but it turns out we were just following the facts. Well, it was, it's tough to follow the facts because we hear one thing from this group and one thing from this group, so we need to decide for ourselves. Wait, what? There's a thought? Decide for yourself? Stop it. I can't. I just, I can't. I can't. I'm not even, I can't even make it through this whole list. I, you know, here's the last part of the list. Uh, added nearly $6 trillion to the national debt. Pfft, stop. $6 trillion. We could do that standing on our head. We're going to get an asteroid soon. It's going to be worth a billion times more than that. So what? Laid off or furloughed 50 million workers. Placed $60 million on food stamps. Wow. Wow. Gone from 3.5% to 14.7% unemployment. I would say we are a lot more than 14.7% unemployment. Uh, that seems low. Crippled the petroleum industry. Ruined the tourism industry. Bankrupted the service industry. Caused an impending meat and protein crisis. Threatened, fined, and arrested church leaders. Exasperated mental health problems. Shut down schools and colleges. Given unbridled power to unelected officials. Increased suicides higher than COVID deaths. I don't know that they're higher. Uh, maybe in some areas. Delayed surgeries and treatments for profound illnesses. Infringed upon countless important civil liberties. Placed 300 million Americans on house arrest. It feels, I mean, technically that's not true. Well, maybe if it's part of uh, contact tracing and they think that you have COVID-19, then they, you know, wrap your house in, in uh, COVID-19 tape and uh, you can't leave. Bill Gates has placed himself under such a position to influence by heavily funded They just don't like Bill Gates. Uh, her whole life is at stake. Yeah, no kidding. That's uh, a grand reset. I mean, it is. it is that. It is that. And this election coming up is not helpful. I mean, we could just put it off. Wait, what? Maybe we just put. Maybe, maybe we just po- postpone it for a little bit. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the president of the United States. I just think we need to postpone it. Uh, you know, having this election during this pandemic and we got all this stuff going on in these cities and these, these peaceful protests and you know we just need maybe we just need to postpone it a little bit shut it down you know we're sure we're gonna have an election down the road just not right now <laughs> uh-huh I can't I just I can't I can't. And yet, I do.